In today's show, I'm looking back at the top 20 players over the last two weeks for fantasy basketball. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We're looking back the last two weeks for category leagues, the last two weeks for points leagues on a per game basis, the top 20 players. This is not the top 20 players over the course of the season. This is not the top 20 players from this day forward. This is literally looking back at what happened, what has happened over the last two weeks and telling you who the top 20 players were in that time. Bit of fun. Let's have a look at number one. He's the number one player over the course of this season. He's the number one player over the course of the last two weeks. Nikola Jokic, everything 27-10, 7.5, almost two steals, and I think he's missed one free throw during this time. He is shooting 46% from three. He's at 97% from the line. Just absolute elite percentages from Jokic. Lloyd is Lloyd. Lloyd to Lloyd. 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 Apologies for that. Little soundboard uh, misfiring as I my, my hands just move in the wrong spot. Anyway. As I was saying, Jokic, just elite percentages. Uh, great from the free throw line. Um, yeah, great field goal, great threes. He's just doing everything at the moment. And it wasn't particularly close between him and the number two guy, which is... Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis at number two. Really, Giannis is up this high. Now, we had plenty of weeks where Giannis wasn't in the top 20. He's up this high because he's got his free throws to 74%. And while that's still not amazing, it's not 50%. It's not 64%. It's still a huge negative on 11 attempts per game, but he's averaging 31 and 14 with seven assists, two steals, and 1.6 blocks. I do think Yanni comes down a little bit from here. The 36 minutes a night won't last. The seven assists probably comes down somewhat as well when Drew Holiday returns, and maybe those two steals and 1.6 blocks. But it's been a great run from uh, Yanni Antetokounmpo. Number three is James Harden, averaging 28, 9, and 11. His usage, which is encouraging, is back to 30%. Yes, no KD, and there won't be any KD until after the All-Star break. How does Harden's usage go? Does it stick at high 20s? Does it go down to low 20s? Does it go below 20 when KD is returning? But it doesn't really matter too much when he's rebounding. He's hitting threes. He's getting steals at a better rate now. His assists are leading the league. Great stuff. Then at number four, the headmaster, Jamal Murray. Last eight games, 37 minutes a night. That's probably going to come down. The last eight games, 69% true shooting. Giggity. That's probably going to come down. He's hitting 55 from the field, 89 from the line, and 49% from three. Well, we know that one's going to come down. Usage of 30%. Yeah, maybe that comes down or not. Now, remember, there is a bunch of guys out, Millsap, Green, Harris. Um, not that they're high usage players, but they do take some of the shots away. But mainly at the moment, Murray's is hitting everything. He is playing a ton. And that's uh, and, and taking a lot of shots. And that's leading to this big, big jump for Murray, who's the 45th ranked player this season. And I think, yeah, at the moment, is probably playing you know, significantly above his head just in terms of a nice little hot streak, but probably a sell high. Then at number five is Carl Anthony Towns. I've only had a couple of games with him under Chris Finch, but I am excited about what that can bring. 
He is averaging 23, 10, and 4, over two threes, 1.3 steals, 1.5 blocks, and like Jokic, elite efficiency, 65% true shooting there for Townsie. At number six, it is Joel Embiid, who's the number two ranked player this season. Not the greatest week from Joel by you know virtue of him being sixth versus second overall, but who cares? 30 and 12, one and a half blocks, almost a triple one and a half across the board. The reason why he's not second or third here and he is sixth is he's shooting just 43% from the field, which weirdly includes 50% from three, but only 42% from two. He'll be better than that. Number seven, your latest um, Eastern Conference injury replacement, which I think is ridiculous. I would have had Bam Adebayo ahead of him. I would have had Chris Middleton ahead of him. I possibly would have had Trey Young ahead of him. I would have had Jimmy Butler maybe ahead of him as well. I think Sabonis has been really good at putting up counting stats this year, and his defensive stats of late have been fantastic. But a dude that's minus 16 net rating um, probably shouldn't get in ahead of those other players. Anyway, Sabonis, last four games that he's played, 39 minutes, 24, 14, and six and a half. They are great numbers. 1.8 steals, elite. 1.8 blocks, unbelievable. 52 and 76, and this is a guy who's been disgusting with his free throw percentage all season. So it's good to see him taking these big, big steps forward. This is a massive sell high moment. If you're able to translate him into any sort of top 15 numbers, you do it because these steals won't continue and the free throw percentage probably also won't be able to stick. Number eight is Brad Beal, 33.6 assists, six rebounds, two triples. 53% and 93% from the field and from the line. He's been really good. He's been much better than I expected. I wasn't sure of how his usage would look next to Russell Westbrook. Uh, it's been way better than I anticipated. And this bloke has also exceeded all expectations. Terry Rogier. The last couple of games from Rogier haven't been fantastic, but still over the last two weeks, he's the ninth ranked player. 26, five and three and a half. Why? Well, he's shooting 46% from three and 57% from two. There is obvious room for regression there from Rogier. Uh, he's also at 38 um, minutes per game, which is also a, uh, a prime area for that to drop off. None of these other numbers are spectacular. I guess 100% from the line is pretty good, but he's been awesome. Number 10, Steph Curry, 30 points, 8 assists, 4.5 triples. Not shooting at his best, just under 35% from 3, so yeah, he can push back up into that top 4, top 5 type area. And there is your top 10 for category leagues. Number 11, percentages. Hopefully, he's ready to return soon. He's only played two games over the last two weeks, but it is an indication of how good he could be. 27 and 7.5, and four threes, 1.5 blocks, 60 and 83. His shooting percentages are actually way up this year. Now, his defensive um, performances is horrendous, but what he's doing offensively and fantasy-wise has been pretty good. He's the 42nd-ranked player overall in just 30 minutes per night. Yeah, that should start to push up. And while I don't value him as a top 10 guy and I wouldn't trade him as a top 20 player, I think there is some buy-low value here from Porzingis, given the absences the last couple of games. Number 12 is Zach Levine. I feel like every time I do these shows, Zach Levine is in the 10 to 12 range, which is weird because he's the eighth overall ranked player this year. 31, 5.5 and 4.5, and and 54 from the field, 88 from the line, 1.1 steals, just continues to remain unbelievably efficient on high usage. Great stuff. Number 13, Damian Lillard, 30 points and 11 assists, over four triples. Yeah, low block numbers which is always what he's going to get, but also under one steal per game and under 45% from the field. It's probably what is holding him back. He is the seventh-ranked player this season. And then number 14, Luka Doncic, 32-7, a shit ton of threes, four and a half of them per game, and he's hitting them at 55%. So why isn't he up in the top three? Well, 68% from the line will do that to you on eight attempts per game. 
also under a steal, but he is blocking the shot per game. Everything else there looks pretty sexy. Just that really bad steal rate and horrendous free throw percentage. And then at number 15, Nikola Vucevic. It's Vucevic. Vucevic. Yep. Vooch has been in this area all season, pretty much. 15th ranked player this year, 15th ranked player the last two weeks. 27 and 12 with four assists, 50 and 90 from the field and from the line. The Magic are almost at full strength in terms of what they're getting back this year. Cole Anthony and Aaron Gordon are the two guys to return with Fournier having returned recently. So there is going to be a drop in Vooch's usage probably, but he's not going to be too far away from this the rest of the season. Number 16, Kyle Lowry. 22 points, six boards, six assists, two steals. Why is he this high? Well, 60% from the field and 56% from three will do that for you. Everything else is you know, pretty okay. He is the 38th ranked player this year. Don't value him as a top 20 player, um, but this is a nice little run. Number 17, LaMelo Ball, only 17 points per game. I was going to say he's the lowest scorer out of everyone in the top uh, 20, but there are th- Two blokes coming after him who score uh, score less. But in terms of everyone above him, he is the first guy to be under 20 points. Why is he this high? Seven and a half boards, over six assists, 2.6 steals. Has not missed a free throw in his last five games either. He's shooting only 31 from three and 43 from the field. So there is some scope for improvement there from Lamelo Ball. But a really strong run, uh, run of games for him. I know he's injured at the moment, but at number 18 is DeLon Wright. Why is DeLon this high? He played four games. He averaged 17 points. Now, he did it shooting 75% from the field, which included 67% from three. He also shot 92% from the the line, and that's a true shooting of 88% for those of you calculating along at home. Not anywhere close to sustainable. When he returns, yes, Saban Lee has played well. Dennis Smith has played well. I think Wright will go back to getting pretty good minutes. The worry will be when uh, Killian Hayes returns, what his playing time looks like. He is somewhat, sorry, he would be somewhat of a sell high if he wasn't currently injured. And then number 19, Timothy John McConnell, averaging 10 points per game, yet a top 20 fantasy player. How is that remotely possible? Well, seven assists, three steals, 60% from the field. That's what you need. It's those steals, really. 2.8 steals per game is really elevating him all the way up here. He is a must-roster player. He is not a must-roster top 20, top 30, top 40, top 50, top 60 type guy. We're talking about valuing him as maybe like a top 70 guy in the short term and probably like you're valuing him as a top 120 guy uh, over the course of the season. And then at number 20, we're looking at Jim Butler. Because he's my butler. 20. Eight and a half and nine with two steals. Not shooting particularly well, even though he is hitting 46% of his threes, low volume, but only 42% of his twos. Good numbers all around from Butler. And since he returned from his uh, absence, he has been really, really strong. Let's move on now to talk points leagues. The top 20 players in those Yahoo default scoring leagues over the last two weeks. At number one is Yanni, averaging 65 fantasy points, just well, well above what he's been doing all year, where he's been great. The number two ranked player in points leagues jumping all the way up here to 65 points per game. Number two is James Harden averaging 58 fantasy points per game. Also a nice little spike with Kevin Durant out. Number three is Joel Embiid, who's the number four ranked player this year. He's averaging 57. And then at number four is DeMontis Sabonis with 56 fantasy points per game uh, over the last two weeks, which is four games for Sabonis. And number five, Big Chungus, Nicole Jokic averaging 57 points, which is just marginally, sorry, 56 points, which is just marginally actually below where he's been all season. 
Now, I know this is a random time for me to mention it, but I'm going to throw it in now because someone asked me about this yesterday. They said, Josh, you didn't talk on the Malik Beasley situation yesterday. I did on yesterday's pregame show, and sometimes it is hard for me to remember where I talk about things and where it goes out, but I did talk about it there. But if you want my initial or my thoughts on it but without the Wolves playing a game, I think there no one is going to come in and play 36 minutes that Malik Beasley was playing. So you're going to get a mix of Culver, Akogi, Jalen Noel, Jaden McDaniels, even Jordan McLaughlin taking those minutes. Uh, yeah, McDaniels is the guy that you take the flyer on. Vanderbilt should be rostered anyway, but you take a flyer on McDaniels. Culver ahead of Akogi, and maybe ahead of Noel, who is really just a scorer with not much else. But there's no one there that I'm looking to add in 12-team leagues. As for what you do with Beasley, he's not going to get IL status most likely being suspended. In most situations, that won't be the case. On fan tracks, it will be, which I think is fine because it's not your fault he got suspended. So I think he should be able to go into the IL. Just rename it inactive list instead of injured list. So that's a pretty simple fix, I think. Um, what do you do? I think that you know we're talking you know, 12 games, obviously. That's three to four weeks. It depends on your rest of your injury situation as to what you do with him, how many other guys you've got hurt, um, where you are in the standings, but you have to debate dropping him in certain circumstances. Now, back to the top 20 in points leagues. Number six, Luka Doncic. He's averaging 53 Yahoo points, which is bang on his season average, which would make him the third-ranked player over the course of the season. It's just that these other guys ahead of him are stepping way up. Number seven is Nikola Vucevic. 51 points for him. 51 for Damian Lillard, also in number eight. And then Bradley Beal averaging 49, which is marginally ahead of his season numbers, but not too far ahead. And number 10, his teammate, Russell Westbrook, who's the 18th-ranked player in points leagues, but he has stepped it up recently. Over those last eight games, he's uh, scoring 49 fantasy points per game, up from 45 over the course of the season. At number 11 is Steph Curry. He's giving us 48 or 48 and a half fantasy points per game. Yeah, nice step up from where he's been. And then the headmaster, Jamal Murray, is way above averages. 48 points for him in his last eight games. That's up from 36 this season. We already detailed the reasons why that probably can't stick. 13 is Jimmy Butler and 14 is... LeBron James. Hasn't been the greatest from LeBron, but... He is basically right on his season average, 47.7 versus 47.76. He's playing big minutes. He's scoring well. Um, he's not doing much defensive-wise. He just isn't as good as he has been in the past. Now, I do think he can get back to being a top 10 fantasy player. Well, he's actually eighth this season in points leagues. And it's more just these other guys here step up in the short term, put these big numbers up, and then that sort of comes back to the pack. And you can see guys like Vooch and Sabonis and even Westbrook and Murray and probably even Butler, guys who are ahead of him, who probably drop back to the pack somewhat. Number 15 is Zion Williamson, averaging 47 fantasy points per game. I think there's a chance he could be a 45-point-per-game guy as we move forward. He's almost impossible to stop, averaging 31, 6.5, and 4.5. And, and that 4.5 assist can easily be 6 assists. Love what he's doing in his passing game. Number 16 is DeJounte Murray. It's only three games, but he's averaging 47 fantasy points. He's going to have some other big usage games coming up with DeRozan and Gay and White and Johnson and Vassell all uh, potentially out as we move forward. So Murray's got a little bit of time to maintain this high ranking. And at number 17, it is Trey Young, averaging 47 fantasy points, uh, 45 over the course of the season. He's averaging 29 and 10 with one steal. Yeah, really, really good numbers from Trey Young. 18 is Carl Anthony Towns, who we've already talked about. 19 is Ben Simmons. 
46 points per game from Simmons. He's up his usage, his free throw percentages up as well. They are good fantasy points from Simmons, who's averaging just 41 this season, which is good for the top 30, but maybe not the top 20. And then at number 20, Jarrett Allen. Didn't think I'd be mentioning him in the top 20. He's averaging 45 fantasy points per game. That's up from 33 on the season, but I think he can be over a 40-point-per-game guy the rest of the year. So many opportunities for him in Cleveland. Big minutes, good rebounds, good shot blocking. The usage maybe comes down with Love and Nance returning, but I'm not sure they're going to limit too much more else there with Jared Allen. The next four guys out of the top 20 are Randall, Adebayo, Kawhi Leonard, and the skater boy, Zach Levine. Probably should have mentioned it for category leagues, but 21 is Young, Trey Young, 22 is DeJounte Murray, 23 is Brogdon, and 24 is Zion Williamson. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube, guys. Um, We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.